BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Now this goes out to all of my beautiful people. I'm Jay Star. You know it's nice to meet you. Good morning, family. Good morning, family. Yes, if you're brand new, this is Q&A Day. Actually, my wife will be bringing my baby down, so she's actually going to help me with the questions. But my wife has to, has to go. Okay? So, um, you know, just bear with me. So, um, let's get it. Kelly, what What's is your on, question? Kate? What's going on? Uh, I, um, congratulations on your, uh, your flex. I just seen on Instagram. Is there anybody in here that can do a lookbook, um, for like designers or anything like that? Um, I need to submit a lookbook. Um, so I, I was wondering if anybody in here knew or has any uh, idea how to do one. If you do, I'll post my uh, Instagram and just hit me up in the DM. I got, I got somebody. Uh, I don't oh. know. If anybody got a graphic? Does anybody do that? Nah, who your person? Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, let me see. Let me see. Her name is Dang. She she actually did my press kit. Oh, what's her name? What's her name? Oh and then start with a G. A G? I don't think so. Hold on. I got you. I got you. All right. Yeah. Yeah, give me a second as I as I think about it. Um, it will come to me for sure. Okay, uh, I'll just I'll put my DM. I mean, well, you already got my stuff, but yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, no problem. Hold on, I think I might got it. Oh, okay. Ebony. Uh, not Ebony. Uh, I'm sorry. I will find it though. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Um, thank you. Anyone? Uh, okay. Who's next? Um, Marlon. Yes, sir. I'm gonna try to just word it the other way I need to. Um, how do you get comfortable with uh, just always going into unknown territory and just like doing things that you may not know how um, it all works out, or like like yeah, how it works in in general? Give me give me your uh, tell me what you really want to know. Right. So let's say um, you've been you doing business a certain way already, but now you want to get to the next level. But that next level is like all unknown territory. Like you don't even know, like, let's say you try, you want to hire somebody, like going from ne never having any employees to hiring somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like an unknown thing. Like, I don't know how to necessarily run operations with people that's going to be relying on me. So how do you um, just, I guess, get to the point where you're comfortable enough making that jump? Good question. So, I mean, it's not really a big jump. It's if, if you need, do you, you wash your own cars? Um, my dad does actually. Okay. Um, well, if you didn't have your dad, yeah. Thank you. I mean, I've, I've done them too, though, so I, I know the process for sure. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, if you didn't wash your own cars, what would you do? 
If I did, I mean, you get somebody. Hire somebody to wash your car, right? Right. So it's not it's not much different in business. It's not. I don't. I don't know how to build a funnel. So what do I do? Get somebody to do it. I hire somebody who's capable of building a funnel, and I pay them. That's all. High, that's all building a team is. I mean, we got. So Jennifer, I'm not organized, so it's not. I, I wasn't looking at it as, all right, how do I start managing people? It's like, yo, Jake, you, you could put some systems together in this business. I don't even know what systems I need, but you can help me, right? She started saying, yeah, I can, I can do this and that and this and that. So you don't gotta actually send emails and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, bet you could do that. How much is gonna be? And I gave her the money. In your head, you're complicating it. You're just paying someone to do something that you either can't do or don't want to do, or it's. It's not the best use of your time doing. That's it. Much appreciated. It's gonna be no a problem. Great no problem. You ain't got to worry about how do you manage the people. Like, eventually, you'll see if you like the person or not. And you know, obviously, it's gonna you know they're gonna need some improvement. And and you know, you got to educate them how to how to communicate with you. And you got to learn them, and they got to learn you. And you got to have patience with that process. And then sometimes it's just the wrong person, and then you replace them. But yeah, don't don't overcomplicate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. You're very welcome. Micah. Good morning, Dave. So my question is, um, so I got a couple of businesses. Um, I, was, I got the clothing brand and then I have my marketing agency and I do the creative direction. Uh, the clothing line came first. That's like my passion project. That's my what I love to do, but it's not the highest um, income. Um, it doesn't bring in the most profit. Uh, so my question is basically, how do you pivot? I don't want to necessarily give a, you know, do away with the brand. I still want to be able to run it, but I feel like putting, I can't put, I can't put time and effort into both. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm just trying to figure out like, what's the right way to pivot? Cause I know you started off with the clothing brand as well. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody for a long time to end it? Yep. How'd you do it? How did I get through it? No, how did you do it? How did you end the relationship? Probably not the best way. I I ghosted them. Tell me about it. How'd you do it? Um, just not just ghost, but like started um, almost picking, started not picking fights, but started um, just disengaging from the relationship, being this. Good. So you disengaged from the relationship with the t-shirt brand and not make you any money. I mean, you put the, the only reason you're like, you've been invested and you put a whole lot of time in, but you feel like it's not, you feel like it's just not the best use of your time. So you just got to disengage that relationship with that t-shirt brand. So maybe you're, you still have it and the website is up and if people buy, they buy, but that's not where you're focused at. That's not where you're putting your energy. You might wear the t-shirt, but you're not telling people, hey, go buy this t-shirt and all that kind of stuff, creating more work for yourself. Mm-hmm. Now I got to promote it. And if somebody buys it, I listen, I it was a point where like when people bought on the website, I would get upset because that means I have to go do something. I got to print it out and ship it. And it's just not the best use of my time. So believe it or not, nobody's really going to notice that you haven't been pushing the t-shirt brand like that. Nobody's right. going to care unless you, unless it's a six, seven figure business, which it seems like it's not. And the people that are going to say anything aren't buying your clothes anyway. So just disengage with it. You got to cut some stuff off, man. Right. 
Appreciate right. it. So when you when you gonna stop promoting it? Um, I mean, I have I've already been promoting. I mean, stop promoting it. So it was just a matter of like going into the new year, trying to figure out if it's something that I want to put the time into or not. Really good. Listen, I, I had a meet on my account yesterday. Uh, no, two days ago. And we're going through the numbers. And I said, I just, and she gave me a whole bunch of numbers because there's a bunch of like streams of income in the same thing. But I said, I need the top six things that make me money. And also I need the top six things that are costing me money. So what are the six things that brought in the most money? What are the six things that took away the most money? And I get to evaluate those things. Hmm. I'm not afraid to cut off the top moneymaker. If something in my head says I need to lean in to something else, I'm not afraid to cut off the other five. I'm not afraid to cut off the, the bottom three, but I got to see them all and say, okay, these are the ways I'm making money. This makes me the most with the less, least amount of effort. I'm leaning in here. Right. Make sense? Yes, sir. Good. Good. All right. Good stuff. Uh, big moves. What up? What up? What up? So, as a service provider, how do you fire your client? Uh, give me the give me the scenario. Um, they're not meeting their commitment, their burden. So, like, I'm not a coach, but just using the example of coaching, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not meeting their own level of self accountability within the relationship, and they're taking up space in my roster. Gotcha. You ever dated somebody that you had to let go? <laughs> yeah. How'd you do it? Very ugly. How'd you do it? I'm rude. I'm loud. So it was, it was obnoxious and it was aggressive. Yeah. Be yourself. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's the best way to do it, but here's the thing. We, you, if, if they, if you know that they're not going to be a client, you got to start with, are you reading the book? Yes. Okay. It seems like this is not what you want. It's or it seems like I'm not the person that you really need to work with. Mm -hmm. so have the conversation let them know that it's not a good fit and maybe you you got two or three references of people who do the same thing that you do and you pass off the headache there was a, a young lady that she was doing my social media and I didn't like the way she was doing my social media but she didn't like that I didn't like the way that she was managing my social media so what I said was all right um, um I have a client for you where um he, he does similar to the same thing. I'm going in a different direction, but I want, I already told my friend, like you need a, uh, that he needs a social media manager. And I think you'd be perfect for his style. So although she's a little disappointed in the fact that she's not working with me, her money stayed the same. So she was fine. She was like, all right, put me in touch. It wasn't like, she was like, I don't want to work with nobody else. She was like, all right, yeah, just put us in a group chat. So what if I don't have somebody to pass them off to? Like, I, I, that's not a, a feasible option. You tell them how to find someone else. Yo, listen, man, we, at the end of the day, I want everybody to know this. We don't owe anybody anything. A lot of times we don't owe people an explanation. We just don't owe anybody. So when I, when I, I met my wife and we got married fairly quickly and we had a small wedding and there was a lot of people that I was disappointed that they weren't invited, but guess who I owe an explanation to? No one. This is my life. It's the same thing. It's my life. I don't need ex. I, I don't have to like explain to people why I'm doing stuff that makes that serves me. 
So if you have a client that's not working out, hey, this is not working out. I got some people that I pay right now that next month I'm not going Actually, I told somebody the other day, I was like, well, I'm come next month, I'm not going to pay you. I don't want to do, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm, I'm giving you enough advance notice. So next month we're, we're going to disengage. I don't owe you an explanation for somebody I pay or even somebody pays. I don't, we don't owe explanations. Right. So let them know all the reasons. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it will be a weight off your shoulders in about 10 minutes after the conversation. Yep. Appreciate you. You're very welcome. Alvin. Hey, Dave. Um, my question is, um, how do you ask somebody for mentorship that doesn't offer like mentor programs and courses like that? Um, I have my real estate license and I found a millionaire real estate agent in my town that I'm in, Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, and I'm trying to, you know, get under him and shadow him to, you know, become a better salesperson and a better networker but he doesn't like offer, he's not a, a social media person. He doesn't offer those type of things. Oh, that's lit. Do you do social media? In a way, I would like to like improve yeah. upon it. That is perfect, man, because you can you can offer uh, like some advice. Like, yo, you need some social media stuff. I can help you with that. I definitely told him that. What'd he say? He was like, I'm not a big social media person. Yeah, well, he's not a but he's, he makes money. So you're saying, yo, you need to do social media, but maybe you haven't tied it to his income, mm-hmm. but you're doing really, really well now. But what if the people who you don't see personally or people that can follow your content could like get to know who you are? Mm-hmm. Like imagine uncovering a group of people who are your customers and you don't even know you don't know them. You don't have to like right now you have to either be referred or you have to meet them in person and show your expertise. Right. Here's what I like you to do. We're going to sit down. You're going to give me 20 quotes to inspire people in the real estate space or something that, you know, just give me the 20. I'll put some posts together and we'll post it on your social. I'll run it for you. He's the guy he worked with is a million dollar He's real a- estate guy, but he don't get in the into all. Oh, I need to do it so does that, does that make sense? Yes, you got to find out how you can assist. It may not be the social media thing, but you do need to find out what is important to him because there's something that he's struggling with. I don't no, know. The guy. I asked him how, like, how I could provide value. I didn't want to just shadow him and not do anything for him. Like, I tried to ask, like, what can I do for you? But he didn't really give me anything. Like, he didn't offer anything. Press in until he gives you something. Okay. It's something. You might catch him on the right day. And here's the thing, there's no like specific way to get that thing done. It's and, and sometimes, so there are people that might ask my question, yo, how should I approach Dave to get on the podcast? And then they meet me, then I'm like, uh, I don't know. And cause I can't make a commitment to you cause I gotta look into you and all that kind of stuff. And it might not work out and you gotta be okay with that. And it's not that person who may be the key to your success. It's someone like that person. So if you find someone like that person, and they don't have social media. Out of all three people that you find, or all four people or five people that fit the profile of successful real estate, and they don't have the they don't have social media, someone's gonna say, "Yo, you're right. I've been thinking about this." Okay, I understand. Thank you. you know I me, mean? yes, sir. We keep going in. We press in. 
But we're not pressing, we're not hinging our success off of one person's opinion or one person's mentorship, though. I had to press in on him even to um, shadow him a little bit because really at the beginning, he told me not to do real estate because of the market right now. Also, I also am getting my real engineering license in May. So he was telling me, go become an engineer. And like he should have told me that. Well, I mean, that might be a sign that he's not really feeling real estate or he's not, he's behind the scenes. He might not be the person that everybody thinks he, is. he might be exiting. Who knows? But you need to find the person. I would find somebody that's super passionate. You know, I know some people that's like, yo, anytime's the right time for real estate. That's the person I want to be mentored by. So let's keep pressing in. You get what you need to get, bro. Find it. If he's not going to provide it, someone else will, I promise you, if you continue to look, okay? Yes, sir. I appreciate it. No get, doubt, out get out of there. Get out of there. Nijai. Nijai. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, man? I did. I pronounced it right, right? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. All right, what's happening? Uh, so my question is, um, when you get on stage or have some sort of performance or talk or just any of the things you do where you're in front of people that some people uh, that someone else might think puts pressure on you, um, do you have any sort of ritual you have to calm your nerves or what do you do to get over i guess uh for lack of better words your stage fright hmm. i don't know man i'm nervous every time i speak uh anybody uh we got any speakers here i don't i, I don't really i don't know i yeah I don't, I don't know if i'm the best person to answer that question we got if any speakers I can, I can speak to that with regard to singing go for it so the more prepared you are with what you need to say the more comfortable you should be. So if you just just inhale, just calm yourself and then begin. Don't let the excitement throw you off center. Stay focused. I love it. Give me one more, guys. Yeah, I, I, did, I really want to hit on this one. Go for it, Marla. I'm sorry, man. This is everything that I had to go through, man, because I, when I first started speaking to any like people just in general, like back in college and stuff, I would when I mess up, I would just be sitting like I would really just like fall into like a little shell. But it's really about confidence in what you're saying. If you know if you're talking about a subject that you are an expert in, you know you do you've done it many times before. You know how to talk in front of people. Like you may talk to your friend and be put be putting them on game. And it's about talking from your field of expertise that makes you confident enough to say it. And so just think, remember that when you're up in, up in front of other people, it's nothing different. Talk to one person at a time that's in, in the stands rather than the whole, the whole crowd. When you're looking into the crowd, just look at one person that's like giving you good feedback and communication, like as far as smiling, talk to them. Nobody can tell, but that helps me out a whole lot though. Good, good. All right. Thank you all. Help. Yeah, helps a lot. All right, all right. Akila. Hey, good morning, Dave. Um, I'm in a bit of a dilemma and I can really use your help. So uh, in full transparency, I'm considering joining Donnie's program to help me um, coaching program. Um, but in the interim, I'm waiting and I'm in the process of obtaining my license to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm walking my dog, I'm out of breath. So I'm in the process of starting my license to obtain my home health care. Um, license and start that business it probably will not take off until February or March mm -hmm. 
So the question is, I don't want to be caught up if I'm growing my funding business. Um, and I do have someone that I'm going to partner with that's going to process the clients for me. In my mind, I'm thinking I have up until March, April to get that settled and those systems in place before this new business starts. My fear is I don't want to be caught with two businesses at once when that time comes. All right, give me your question. That's my question. Do, do you think it's feasible or is it, is it possible for me to run two? Or do you think it's possible to run two businesses where you have systems in place for both? Because I'm not going to like be doing the majority of the work once I partner with this company that's going to process my clients for funding. I would get I would get one off the ground. I would get one off the ground first. I don't it's, it's definitely possible to run multiple businesses if you have the right system, but trying to build two businesses with the systems in place simultaneously for uh, someone who hasn't done it before is nearly impossible. Okay. So I would lock in on one concept, one idea. I know you're waiting on your license because I'm waiting on my home care, healthcare stuff too. But um, I, I would lock in on whatever, whatever business you feel like you're going to really sink your teeth into. Just, just hold off on the other thing for a little bit. Just hold off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That's amazing advice. Oh, take care. Um, Nella, what's up? Great morning. Great morning. So my question is, what is the appropriate timeline and process to have a proper and successful launch, whether it's a product or service, whatever the case may be? I mean, as much runway as possible. I mean, you just need, I can't give you a date. I mean, I did my first launch a podcast challenge and that was a successful launch and I had two weeks. Um, If you're going to do an event, I would advise at least three months. So um, as, as much runway as possible, as much runway as possible, put a plan together. Don't delay, like you don't need a year. You know what I mean? You don't need like six months, depending on the size of the project. What is the project actually? So, um, okay, so I am launching a book series, um, a children's book series with my for my daughter so it's like the business itself everything is going in her name oh good when are you have you started writing the books already yeah i have 12 out of out of already written up already written and when did they go to production um the first couple i haven't found somebody yet um that i like um to do the production but the set date is for her is to be for her birthday to launch everything when's her birthday february 27th oh yeah cool i mean you've got you've got work to do mm-hmm. okay find a, find a publisher and just take people on the journey with you of yo this is what i'm doing this is what um this, this like let them know you know I'm, I'm, i've been looking for a publisher on your instagram live you're going to another publisher meeting you know you're looking at different samples like take people on the whole journey with you because now you're promoting without necessarily promoting you're just you're just taking people along the journey with you and then once you announce it you might have a few weeks to um say hey remember all that stuff i was doing it's finally here and that gets people excited 
Okay, awesome. And then I wanted to talk to you off off circuit in regards to the book too, because I have I have kind of like a business proposition. Oh, proposals. All right, cool. Um, send it out. Send it as an email to Jen. Okay, sounds good. Me, it will never be seen. <laughs> sounds so, good. Yeah, for sure, Jen. Make sure I get that, please. Nella, I'm about to text you. All right, cool. Janelle, what's happening? Thank you so much for helping out last night, too. Yeah, of course. Um, and I would love to see an extra podcast with Darius and Zeus. But my question is um, to you and everybody else that's on here, um, I'm looking for a virtual assistant for guest communications. Uh, do you have a good website or uh, know of great virtual assistants? Uh, because I need to find a new one. Anybody know anything about that? Onlinejobs.ph and Upwork. Yeah, I don't care for Upwork, but what was the other one? Can you say that one more time? Onlinejobs.ph. Onlinejobs.ph. Thank you. Yeah, Brandon no, Dixon, uh, he, he, he's really into that space, too. I know you know uh, uh, Brandon shot me. I sent him oh, Brandon shot me. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he does that for people. Thank you. Another one is um Ken Collier's company, my HR buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Can you can you put that in the chat because I'm trying to make sure I write them all down. Yep. Thank you. Good, good. Uh, keys open doors. I like the way you spelled that. Keys, what's up? Peace, peace. Rich Rising, Dave. What's going on, man? Rich Rising King. That was not my question. Uh, okay. My question is um, a landing page. I'm working on a landing page. I finally sat down and um, had the chance to think about how I'm packaging what I do and what it is that I actually do and what the one thing that I was gonna sit down and do. So with that, I developed the system. So with that, I need a landing page or want a landing page to promote, um, I mean, to build up my email list. And I have a digital product that I'm giving away free with that. So I already bought the domain name, keysopendoors.com is mine. And I wanted to put it there, but I'm just having difficulty. But somebody did suggest to me, um, what is it? Uh, ActiveCampaign.com. I haven't checked it out to be honest yet. Um, I got it last night, and then I came on here did my thing. But Hold on, real quick, is the is the question that you need a landing page? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, who can do a landing page? Anybody here? Do landing pages? Oh yeah. Keith, yeah. I, got, I got I got someone for you. Want to just shoot me a DM, bro? But I got you. Like. Person that hooked up a couple of my landing pages. Oh shoot! I got it on full gallery. Who was that? Yeah, send him a DM. Send Keys Open Doors a DM. Please, please. If it's not too much trouble, I know sometimes you know we don't get to that, but if you could do that for me, I appreciate it. Thank you. I got you, bro. All right, peace. Thank you. Somebody, somebody else does uh, landing pages, right? Yeah, Keys, hit me up if you need to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Send him a and email. Jackie. Jackie does it. I think so, Jack. So look, the guy. look, y'all see his his DM keys open doors. Y'all see yeah, him right now. Okay. Thank you, thank you. You can evaluate it. There it is. Al Elian. Then we go to Bronda. Al Elian. Hi Dave. Hi Dave. Um. So my question is, how do you set up your business? Um. Like a structure that allows you not to have to be present all the time. Um. If it's service based. Because I just recovered from COVID and mm. I wasn't able to do a lot because I'm the only person who's running my business. Yeah. 
I would say piece by piece. So right now you're doing 100%. And what, what I would advise doing is write down all the activities that you have to do. So for instance, when I was working, I'm heavily into my t-shirt brand. I came up with the design concepts. I printed the shirt. I had to take the shirts to the printer. I had to pick the shirt. Well, I, I ordered the blanks. I send them to the printer. I pick the shirts up from the printer. I fold the shirts. I pack the shirts up in little baggies. I go to the website and fulfill the orders, take the orders to the post office. I'm doing 100% of that. So I started just like in that list, there's some things that I don't necessarily have to do. So I had, you know, this was like when I first started, my little cousins, they were maybe like nine, 10 years old. And um, I had them come over on the weekends and pack the shirts up. That's one thing that I don't have to do anymore. And then you find somebody to do another piece of the business. Maybe you don't have to pick up the shirts from the print shop anymore. So that's two things now. So if there's 10 things that I'm doing 100%, now I'm down to 80. And eventually you just scale back. You just continue to scale back. But first, it's not like automating my whole business. You got to find out the pieces and what, pay, what pieces you can replace with someone else. And then what pieces you have to do. Because like there's some there's going to be some stuff that you have to do, period. It's not like fully automated. You just walked away and it's over. So there's some stuff I have to do for the morning meetup, stuff I have to do for the podcast that I have to do, but I don't have to do everything. So just figure out the things that you don't have to think, figure out the whole process and start replacing those things piece by piece, person by person. Cool. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. We don't. Hey, guys, we don't change our business overnight with a team. We just start replacing, we start picking stuff off that we don't need to do and we can afford to have somebody else do. So let's say that Marlon is washing his cars or him and his dad is washing the cars. Well, does it make sense to pay someone to wash the cars while we go make some other money? If it doesn't right now, we just keep on washing the cars. But if it does, if I can, if it's taking, if I'm realizing, yo, it's taking me um, 30 minutes a day, which is, what is that? Like three and a half hours a week, which is 14 hours a month, simply washing cars. How much could I pay someone to replace this 14 hours a day? And in that 14 hours a day, can I make more money than the person that I'm paying? That's building out a team. Cool. Rhonda, what's up? Then we're going to Tara. Good morning, Dave. Um, my question is, speaking about your um, clothing brand, um, what was that transition like for you with um, not just reaching out to friends and family um, for marketing and promoting your business? Um, one, I had to stop relying on friends and family to buy my stuff because it was, it was only making me mad when they didn't because I felt like they were obligated to support me. So the first thing I had to get out of my mind is when I release this new t-shirt, I am not planning on friends and family buying it. I used to make this little list of people that I was gonna call and try to sell to. And I found out that was uh, more damaging than helpful because when they don't buy, I'm mad at them and I don't wanna answer their calls and I don't wanna hang out no more. But when they signed up to be my friend, they didn't sign up to buy my t-shirts. You know what I mean? So that was the first thing. 
The second thing is I sat down and thought. I had to like think, what is the best way to sell these shirts to strangers? So I came up with the strategy on how I'm going to be a vendor at events. So none of my friends and family were going to the events and I could have a whole pool of new people and I'd find people and talk to them and give them the concept of the brand, not trying to sell them a t-shirt, but I'm trying to get them to buy into the concept. And if they, they start buying into the concept and that's my model, I'm just going event to event where there's going to be some human beings that are my market. And then of course, we can start promoting the message of the brand through social media because some people are going to be attracted to the message when they find out there's a brand attached to it that's saying the thing that the video that they like is saying, they'll buy the shirt because they bought into the message. Make sense? But you got to sit down and think, how can I expose this message to as many people as possible? So the name of the game isn't making more sales. The name of the game is getting in front of more people because getting in front of more people makes more sales. If we have a, a billboard and there's a hundred cars that pass this billboard, they're going to make a couple sales. But if you have a billboard and 10,000 people pass this billboard each month or each day, it's not that you have to change up the messaging or come up with a new strategy. It's simply, this is in front of more people. So it's going to make more money. So you got to think of just some creative ways to get in front of more people. Make sense? That makes sense. Thank you, Dave. Cool. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Tara, then we go on to Audrey. Hello, Grand Rising. So my question today is, well, actually, all right. So my business is products and services and I'm struggling with the production side of my business. So I was looking for help. Um, I know you don't manufacture products, but maybe someone here on the morning meetup manufactures products and may have some- What's the product though? So I make, um, I make detox supplies, um, but it's just a bunch of personal care stuff, uh, face washes and stuff they can put on their outbreaks, clays, foams, personal care, you know? Um, anybody? Anybody? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't do, yeah, I don't do manufacturing. Um, okay, I see someone that says they do. Let me screenshot that. All right. So I'm going to hit you up in the DMs to see what that is because, yeah, it's really hard to. I'm not at the point where I have so many products that I started making before I started doing producing um, for looking for a manufacturer that I can't just take them straight to a manufacturer and pay $5,000 per product to have it start production. You know? I'm sorry, real quick. Your stuff, you said it's, it's facial care and stuff like that. Yeah, face wash. Uh, okay, so I, I uh, did an interview with um, the owner of Garner's Garden. Um, he was on my podcast, um, and we have become an established relationship. I will get in contact with him and see if he'd be willing to speak with you. Okay, thank you so much, Kelly. I'm going to hit you up in a DM. Sure. All right, thank y'all. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Um, let's go. Who's next? Tara. Hello? Hello? I am, I am Tara. We just finished. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Audrey, Audrey, my bad. I got Lori here. Yeah, Audrey. Sorry. What's going on, Grand Rising, Shan? Oh, my question is, man, how do you um, pick and choose 
who to share your platform with when you're growing it because for lack of better words i don't i'm getting hit up by a lot of people in my space that want to oh let me, let's do a live stream let's get on the youtube yada 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 but it's kind of not being returned like the favor is not returned right they just want to come on my platform but then it's like it's not reciprocated so how do you handle that like how do you choose what is your platform so i do a, a live stream on youtube so my youtube channel um every week i do a live stream just helping people get funding talking about business credit personal credit and it's growing you know i got a, a lot of engagement and people are seeing that and now it's like people want to kind of hop on yeah so one they just got to be some people that can add value of course right but it's not necessarily you can't really look at it as like i need some people to uh, return the favor like expose me to more people if you're doing a really good job no matter who you have on they're going to promote to their audience that they're on your show because your show becomes a status symbol that's why they're reaching out to you right y'all want to get in front of your audience but you're also getting in front of their audience but the main thing is you're feeding your audience with qualified people. So as long as you have a qualified person, they know what they're talking about. They can give you a good show. It's not about them doing something for you. It's about you continuing to feed your audience with qualified people. And that's how your that's how your, your platform continues to grow. Because the people that are watching share it with other people that are watching. And that's how it grows. So you're getting reciprocation because they're a qualified person that knows what they're talking about. And you feed your audience and your audience shares it with people. And that's your payback. Okay. Now that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're not like, you know, they scammers and you can't, you don't really know who's a scammer and who's not. Yeah, right. As long as, as long as they've uh, officially, you know, for sure accomplished something, I think you should be fine. Okay. Now that makes sense, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. How you doing, Mr. Shans? And baby chance. Cool. <laughs> My question is, is there a way for people who are looking for accountability partners to connect themselves here in the meetup? Absolutely. How is that? I don't know. <laughs> I actually set that up before. I don't know if you guys want me to do it again. Basically, yeah. you guys, I can put the link in the chat and then you can put your information in and then I'll connect you with someone else. Well, that was actually the reason why I did that because I created something as well and I was about to release it, but I wanted to make sure there wasn't something else first before I released it. So go for Mr. it. Chance, oh, yeah. Go well, for it. If everyone wants it, I'll drop it now. Everyone can give me feedback. Um, it's not yet fully live, but I'll drop it now in the chat. There it is. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Ellen. Ellen. Hold up, I'm here. I made it. Um, so my question is, I'm trying to come on camera, but I'm on my phone. Okay. So my question is, how do we say thank you to you? How can we say thank you? Just say thank you. No, what is the best way for us to say thank you? Because I booked my first sponsors for the podcast yesterday and they signed for the whole quarter for Q1 of 2022 and 10% of that that sponsorship is going towards a nonprofit that I'm supporting in the Dream Beach, uh, like a nonprofit yeah. volunteers. So like you and Neil has got a lot of effect, like, and then Rachel Rogers, I'm in her club. She be, she always tell us, ask for the sale. 
but like that's thanks to you. So how can we best thank you? Here's the thing. You tell all right, just make definitely send me a testimonial video. That's cool. Okay, boom. I can do that. You you saying that actually helps me because I'm gonna be on stage mm -hmm. sometime at some point, or I'm gonna be in a mm -hmm. launch a podcast challenge, and I'm gonna be like, yo. Ellen did this and that and this and that. That's why you should buy what I'm selling you right now. So yeah, you know you should for real. I'll be there like like yes, he did and I did too. But I'm really hyped. I just want to take a few minutes to thank you. I know a lot of people have questions and encourage anybody to just ask the sale. It doesn't matter if you only have a thousand downloads, five hundred downloads. Like I talked just because I had a five hundred downloads. I couldn't ask. And then all of a sudden, I implemented. Sorry, I implemented what you told us about being consistent. And anyone sh shut up a thousand downloads and I was like, let me try. And literally two or three companies came to me and this one came yesterday. She, yeah. she had emailed me Monday, Tuesday, I send the agreement. No, I'm sorry. Wednesday, I send the agreement. Wednesday afternoon, she had signed. And then the invoice is due tomorrow. That, so thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Let's get it. Let's get it. Appreciate you. <laughs> I'm definitely, I need that testimonial. Send that to Jen, please. Chris, what's up? Hey, Dave. What steps do I need to take to incorporate Intermetrics incorporated into my SOPs? And does it require me to be fourth power certified? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't really know how to answer that question, but right now, so one of mine is when you come into Morning Meetup, you have an opportunity to get an assessment and then the assessment, you gotta get to read it. Um, I should have like some sort of follow-up product or something that allows you to book a call, I just don't. So um, let me let me think through what that strategy looks like. Actually, um, maybe reach out to Jen because I think she would she would have some good uh, ideas on how to put that into your your operating procedures. Yeah, because I just want people on my team as they come in or as I'm vetting people to be able to dis give them the assessment. Oh, the people that you bring on your team. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll work it. Yeah, re reach out to Jen. We'll work it out for sure. We'll get you some okay. links or Thank something you. like that. Absolutely. Good, good, good. Okay. Dependable Dave. What's up, man? So, uh, I just got a quick question. Uh, I'm going to be in Atlanta in a couple of weeks for that uh, Circular CEO conference. And I was wondering if anybody had any um, Airbnbs or um, Toro vehicles yes. available. Yes, I do. I've got okay. an Airbnb. Yes, I All do. All right. Let me make sure it's set up on the, we literally just finished it. I'm really excited. Um, yes, we do. And it's really dope too. So. Hey, Dave, congrats. Oh, thank you, man. I'm happy to be here. You know I mean? Welcome you to the family. So yes, I will be able to put um, Airbnb and we got a car and we got a car. You know what I mean? We got you all here. Don't you worry. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.